Public speaking is a part of life. We talk to neighbors, we talk to friends, family, but somehow in business or in your careers, we often get bogged down with the idea of public speaking. And I know this from having worked with so many business owners who are really great at their craft, but do not desire going out there and doing keynote speaking engagements or anything else like that, whether it's on camera or just face to face. But it is a very impactful way to get your brand out there, to grow your business, to grow your presence. And even if it's not for your business or for your job, think about public speaking to get things done, right? So going down to your city council meeting and speaking before uh, the citizens and the mayor and whoever, right? So maybe you have something at the school with your children that you want to accomplish, but no one is listening to you. So you're going to have to create uh, a presentation and go down to the school board and compel people. So speaking is a part of life. And if you really want to get what you want out of life, you're going to have to get better at speaking. You don't have to do it for money, but know this, if you are a business owner and if you are building a career, there is an opportunity for you to actually generate revenue and make some income just from doing public speaking engagements. And that's how it started for me. I started public speaking probably about 2013, small engagements, workshops when I was working with companies like uh, Constant Contact as a vendor, and they would put on these workshops. I'd come in and I'd do presentations. Google, I did a bunch with Google as well and a few other associations. But these weren't paid gigs. It was just me giving back, trying to advertise my digital marketing agency. And so it felt a lot easier because these were small crowds of people, no more than 50 at any given point. But then I noticed that the more I spoke, the easier it became the easier it became to understand the audience, the easier it became to put together presentations. And I was getting a lot out of it, right? Because I'm not only getting to meet people face to face, I'm getting to network and really give people some valuable information that I put a lot of my time in researching to deliver to them in a way that they can walk away take some action and make a change in their business or their lives. So for me, it's been uh, such a great journey over the last 10 years where I didn't do that for the first 10 years in my business or career. I didn't care to speak. I would just say, well, look, we're doing marketing, advertising. I've got salespeople, business development people. Why do I need to be out there to be the face? And I'm not an introvert, but nevertheless, I didn't really care to go do public speaking because I felt a little nervous too. And um, I said, well, what, what do I have to say? Even though I'm an entrepreneur and I can offer some valuable information, so can everybody else. So I didn't do that for the first 10 years, but for the last 10, I have. And it has worked so well for me in, in so many ways. I've met incredible people because think about it, when you're on stage, again, whether it's locally at your school board meeting or in business, when you're there on stage, you're speaking to the masses. This could be anywhere from a couple hundred people to a stage with over a thousand people, which I've done several times. You are able to have this intimate conversation with a huge number of people who are sitting there listening to you. That's a, that's such an honor, I must say. And it each time that my audience got larger and larger, I felt that responsibility to really put my best foot forward each time. I want to make sure I research the sources of what I'm delivering. I don't want to just take it for granted because the first thing that you have to have in mind when you are presenting, it's sort of like 
you know, in a much, much less sexy way than a musician or a comedian. I mean, musician comedians are amazing, right? They're on stage, they do these amazing things. But in a way, it's like that, that, you know, these professionals or people, they come to a conference, they're paying to be there. They are sitting down to listen to you for 30 minutes, sometimes an hour. I've done keynotes that, that, you know, an hour long. What an incredible honor to be able to have, you know, a thousand people sit before you who paid to be there, sit and listen to you talk for a whole hour. And then at the end, be so engaged to ask you really poignant questions that get you, you know, really feeling like, wow, this is amazing. I, I delivered some information here that some of these people didn't know about before, or it was thought provoking, or it just sparked an idea in their head. Th that's sort of the feedback that I get from people after each keynote or talk that I do, whether it's a small group or large group, they're coming back to you and they're saying, oh my God, I liked it. Uh, what, what's this about? How can you connect me with this person or that person? Ironically, you'd never get the bad feedback. So you, this is a good part about public speaking, especially at conferences, is that you don't typically get any bad feedback. And if you do, it's from the organizer or promoter, the event uh, director, and they'll say, well, maybe a few people complained. If you, you know, maybe, maybe you dropped an, an F-bomb. That doesn't typically happen to me, but on occasion I've said a few words that, um, you know, are a little colorful. And so it's just interesting that the feedback is typically friendly. Why do I think, why do I think that happens? It's not because I'm a great speaker and it's not because, um, these people who are in the crowd have, you know, never seen, you know, a great speaker. So I'm like the first thing that they have to compare. It's not because of that. It's honestly because generally speaking, people are kind in that way. And I think in life we are so with, with everything going on in the world, most of us are like I speak for myself, a little jaded and you feel like, well, no, people are kind of like they are online trolls where they have negative comments and 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 they bully you. But in face-to-face, -face, people act in much different way. Now you can read body language, even in a crowd of two, 3,000 people. And you could see the people who are into what you're doing and the people who are you know on their phone and not paying attention to what you're doing. But what I do is I zone in on the toughest people in the crowd. Because early on, I would actually look, fish for the people who are really engaged in shaking their heads and taking notes, because that would give me more confidence. But as I got better at public speaking, then I started to say, you know what? My job is to make sure that everyone here leaves with a, a certain idea and it, and it needs to be a positive idea of what I've just delivered. So for me, I always look for the person who is really looking for a reason to say that my talk wasn't good, that that the most discriminating person in a good way, I mean, not discriminating in a bad way, but I mean, discriminating in the sense, some people have really high standards. And if they came to your talk because they believed that the description and the title said they were going to learn X and they get there and they don't learn exactly what they thought they were going to learn, that's enough for them to say, you didn't do a good job. But, you know, in order for me to train and get better, I needed to do quite a few talks in the last 10 years that didn't pay me anything. And so I, I really want to encourage those of you who have ta a talent, a talent of any kind, be it in your personal life or you're in your business life, or you want to help your community some way and go down to the city council meeting. What I'm going to say is that you 
are only going to get better if you do more. So to do more, you got to get out there. For me, I went to WordPress conferences. I went to uh, Affiliate Summit. That's another marketing conference, Lead Gen World. Uh, I did a ton of leadership conferences, marketing, customer service, you name it. Any conference that was anywhere around the US, construction conferences, insurance conferences. If it was in my wheelhouse, I would submit to become a speaker of the conference. And it it really worked because each time I got better and better and better at speaking. And um, one thing started to happen. A lot of these uh, promoters, uh, event coordinators would would start to call me and invite me to become a, a speaker at their event, but paid. And early on, like I said, I wasn't looking for paid gigs. I have my businesses. I'm not interested in being a professional everyday speaker. For that, there's plenty out there, you know, people who are doing it that way. That's not what I wanted to do, you know, become a member of the, you know, National Speakers Association or Hall of Fame or anything like that. For me, it was just a means of going to network with people. Also, it encouraged me to stay at the cutting edge of of my craft because every time I do a keynote, I know that I need to really dive deep into everything that I'm talking about. Right. So I'm I'm very conscious and and aware that I got to give that audience the best that I have to offer. So I spend quite a bit of time to give you an idea, a tip, you know, a, a one hour keynote, I might spend um, anywhere between six to eight weeks with the team going back and forth, editing, making sure we have all the right information uh, visually as well. So you're telling a story visually, you're trying to make it uh, add some humor to it, but make it where it's educational. So we call it edutainment in the business. So you're having fun and learning, right? And then I like to engage people with interactive exercises throughout the conference. So it may be a poll where they scan a QR code or go to a link and everybody answers it. And there's a, a, a word cloud on the back of the monitor there, right? But also when you're speaking, things go wrong. Sometimes you have glitches, you're trying to play a video, the video won't play. So you have to think quickly on your feet. And I do like that aspect of it. But um, for those of you who are looking to do it as a business, not, not a business transaction, but you know, as a means of promoting yourself and your business, I can tell you, you get to a point where people are willing to pay you anywhere from $500 for a local uh, speaking gig to as much as $5,000. Now, anything beyond $5,000, you're going to find that these are professional speakers only, right? The people who speak all year round and keynote and, and, um, uh, MC different events, those people are charging 15, 20, 25, 30,000. And then you have, of course, the ones above that who are typically celebrities and athletes, right? Who are going to be keynotes at different events. But for those of you who are business owners, you can easily justify going down, you know, go traveling to Chicago, New York, Las Vegas, all over the world to go speak so long as they're paying for your airfare, your food, your transportation, and then paying you a fee. And that fee can be, you know, anywhere between, as I said, $500 to 5,000 has been my experience. And so if you haven't considered that as a means of growing your business, I would say definitely test. It's taken me, you know, 10 years to get there. And I say no to most speaking engagements these days, unless it's something that I'm really passionate about. And that being said, I, I'm 
just coming up here on the end of this week, I'll be in Orlando speaking at the uh, YMCA CMO conference, which um, is not a paid gig, right? So I think it's important to give back. YMCA being one of my favorite nonprofits, you know, when they called and they were looking for someone to go speak to their CMOs about AI, I didn't even ask. I didn't ask, is there, are you guys paying it, you know, me for this? Or are you, you know, are you comping me the room? I just said I would go, right? Because I think you need to have that as a part of a a give back in what you do. And no doubt that I'm going to meet some really amazing people there and do some great networking too. So again, what I wanted to, like I said, discuss with you all today was really more about the opportunity for speaking as a means to grow not only personally, but also in your business. So I hope that uh, you you can take away some nuggets from today's episode and just get out there and consider speaking. Okay. Until the next episode, I'm your host, Alex, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.